I would imagine most of us have entertained uh, the idea of non-duality, yes? So what we're doing is questioning the entertaining of the message. Not so much the message, but the entertaining of the message. And we're trying to warn about what happens when we believe we're entertaining the message. Other, other mental activities are there claiming to be the entertainer of the message. And in a weird way, that entertainer, that made-up entertainer, really overrides the message and, and the uh, entertaining, yes? It neuters, it changes everything. The idea of being the entertainer of the message. So th the point is, is we've heard the message. It's not a difficult one to have a modicum of understanding in a way that there is, we're used to a, a world perceived as. Uh, uh, sorry, I forgot to everybody. All right. But that was just the. Go ahead. Well, we've been we've been noticing things in a certain way that we never even really questioned, and then we come to this idea of duality, and then people introduce us to have an understanding of what duality is and isn't, and then it starts to become intimate. You start recognizing, on a broad scale, what is what is a life that is run by addiction and then is followed by recovery? That's a dualistic movement, so to speak, yes? Expansion, contraction. Contraction, in a weird way, leads to expansion. So now a lot of people don't want to feel bad, so they take something, but that process of feeling bad was going to lead them to feeling a whole lot better. So we cancel that process because we don't like the contraction. We rush to it immediately as what we're not, and we don't want to go through anything, and therefore we sort of stay, yeah? Not in the peace and the comfort, but in the anxiety, seemingly, yeah? So we, heard, we hear about duality, and then the message is preceded by all right so you have an understanding of duality and the rooted of it into in dualism called subject object and you start getting insights let's say on the subject object activity going on how you're presented sometimes you're presented as a subject sometimes you're presented as the object sometimes you're the thinker sometimes you're the thought about that's duality yes so now we get introduced to this idea so that we're open to the next possibility is non-duality. So basically a negation of duality. If we don't have any idea what duality is, how is that negation going to have an impact? Yes? <laughs> it doesn't... So we have a sense of duality. So basically... Before you learn non-duality, which you can't learn, you come to learn duality. And, and hopefully it gets applied to your own experience or this experience that's called your own, really. So this experience of everything constantly being called your own, you see a certain movement that you may not have noticed before. 
and it it falls under the category of duality rooted in this dualism of subject object yes all right so now we have an understanding of that and then there's a negation of it yeah there's no it doesn't go the other way there's not an understanding of non-duality and then an aff affirmation of it that doesn't work there's a there's an understanding of duality because we are what non-duality implies yeah see this is the this is a this is the one unique quality of non-duality its assumption its whole basis is you are that which is looking yeah or seeing right now not as mary or as paul but as what we are yeah so that's that so basically this isn't an understanding of non-duality and then affirming it it's an understanding of duality and negating it yes because we are what new, new uh, non-duality implies yes the implying of non-duality is what we are so basically it doesn't need to be affirmed it needs because you're being it at this very moment yes not you being it as if it's an effort or that you've decided to be it it's being it yeah whatever you think you are or you're not there's a being underlying it yeah and that being has a certain radius which is here and now that nothing escapes from <laughs> there's no thought of yesterday that doesn't happen here and now <laughs> there isn't yeah there's no memory of 20 years ago that doesn't happen here and now so there's the i am and then there is this here and now yeah that needs to be found out it doesn't need to be affirmed from what you're not it's not going to hold much water it isn't yeah when you really sort of need it it won't be available <laughs> so this is the premise we're sharing at this meeting if you don't agree and if you and if you believe that you can cultivate certain ideas that will lead you to non-duality then there are a lot of other books and and places to hear messages reaffirming that and hopefully helping you to bring that to a conclusion yes this is a different presentation we're not attempting to affirm non-duality we're negating duality yeah and when there's a negating of new new duality there's a negating of the you that's comprised as as, as this movement of subject object that's all it is yeah so you're seeing what you're not from what you are instead of looking for what you are from what you're not it doesn't seem like it's too different but it's usually different yeah it's sort of like two ships going in an opposite direction <laughs> yeah <laughs> Maybe when they're just like that, you can say, oh, that's the exact same message. But no, it isn't the same message. Because I heard the other message when I, came to, when I went to satsang. And what was, in, what was downloaded in me was to try to emphasize this idea. Yeah? Because I wasn't hearing it emphasized in satsang. Maybe I was missing it, but I just didn't hear it clearly described and pounded at yes it was always a 
that it was always a presentation of I'm all right I'm gonna s- describe what you are all you are is consciousness you are the immediate beingness well if we could have gotten that we would have got it already wouldn't we I mean we've read enough about it we've heard enough about it why the hell hasn't it worked are you that unique of a person that you're the only one that doesn't get it no because there's not a getting of it yeah there's a negating of the one that needs to get it or the negating of the one that can only grok it or think about it as a getting yeah it's a negating of that that's the beauty of it it's the you you lose interest in the need to be liberated that's the liberating quality the liberating quality is a losing interest in all these far-flung you know searching for spiritual gold so then that interest and attention enriches your day now yeah it's not put it's not constantly directed to find something that can't be found yeah or to understand what you can't understand or to experience what you can experience or to have what you can't have or to bemoan that you lost what you cannot lose yeah the interest and attention is is lifted from that chore yeah and now enriches your experience yeah it allows you to travel lighter in very heavy events it allows you to be completely available to lighter events yeah and you know you're sitting under the right not the right tree but the tree that works for you because of the fruit yeah and you realize one of the biggest impediments was the interest coming from me i didn't know i was hoping the interest was going to clarify and clear up shit. it does the exact opposite it makes things unclear and obscure stuff yeah because it's being directed from a false premise that there is a long-lasting independent separate entity called paul that now that wants to come out of Paul, but wants to still be there to experience its own absence along the way and to be there to get it. Yeah. When it's not available, you can't got, get what you already are. Yeah. You can't. I'm sorry to say. It's impossible. How could you? Yeah. It's just like the conundrum with the statement in recovery. Hey, first of all which is a pretty important statement in a linear 12-step program first of all you got to quit playing god why it doesn't work all right so obviously they're implying there's something playing god i would say it's the mental state yes and when the mental state which is playing god sets out on a course as let's say aka elliot or aka paul right to quit playing god that's playing god ad infinitum where could it break that little bondage it can't every time it would try to quit playing god that would be playing god i mean there's no way and then it would stop stop trying to play god which is also playing god (laughs) this message is different it's it's just to see the activities that are implying something that you seem to live from. And you know what? Maybe that suit, it constantly has 
tailored for you doesn't really fit. It doesn't feel, I'm not at ease. There's irritable, restless discontent. I can't seem to enjoy what's happening because the hounds of tomorrow and yesterday keep on yelping. Yeah. If that's the case, something has been given a profound emphasis that can't withstand that. It can't hold that emphasis up. It collapses in and of itself. Yeah. So yes, this is not affirming non-duality. It's negating duality. That's it. Yeah. Why? Because you are what non-duality is pointing at. So why would we have to affirm that? It's already completely affirmed, but we're not seemingly aware of that, yes? So we're going to come out of this, this seeming sleep, and now that which we were seemingly unaware of, we will be seemingly aware as, yes? That which we were seemingly unaware of, we will seemingly be aware as, yeah? And if you get years of it, I mean, it will, in my experience, it became a last answer, which is an incredible answer in time, especially about such an important topic, at least to my head, which was transcending this place or getting authenticized or whatever, or reaching the Godhead and, you know, merging, all that. Yeah. You don't see you're that, you see what you're not. And that how, that's how what you are in, intimates. It doesn't intimate to you, it intimates, yeah, before you, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And we've gone over it. I mean, there's a friend of mine, Alex, here. We always basically present the main movement of the mental state is the claim because it doesn't have any ground to stand on. So it claims what's happening to imply it's happening to it or it's the doer of it, yes? So it comes up to a, with a conclusion through a massive amount of claiming and reinforcing and obsessing over and historically remembering and futuristically worrying about the same same position where what we are doesn't demonstrate any thought or effort to be what it is yeah there's no obsession concerning it there's no need to reinforce it yeah you don't have to remember it because it can't be forgotten in a way because you are it yes <laughs> <laughs> it's a completely different beast than what we're accustomed to. You don't ride it, yeah. <laughs> you don't tame it. It does. You don't domesticate it. You don't put it to use. It just is, and let it mold what you are, as what you're not. Let it mold this little clay, instead of trying to mold it into an idea of a clay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm happy everyone's here. I don't know if you are happy you're here, but I am. And so uh, let's open up the cracking gates and see what comes out.
Okay, we have a question by chat from the, the new person, Dan, in the That was fast, man. Jesus. Yeah, well, and he, uh, he, he doesn't have uh, the audio and, or microphone, so he was able to type a, a long question. Um, All right. So it's, it's going to give you background. The, the basics of the question, which he ends with, is uh, but that which is not obviously, but that which is not, obviously has not completely gotten the message. So what am I not? So that, that doesn't but, get the I know, I know. And I gave him a preface about, you know, that sure I could read him, read you the text. And, and I mentioned that over time, you might have the inclination of the, the starving the questioner inclination. But since we don't have any, oh, we do have another hand, only one other hand up. So you want me to go ahead and read Dan's? I just, I thought you just read it. No, go ahead. Yeah. I wanted to, because you know, the linearity makes it confusing. But so now, and I think I can give the proper, uh, you know, punctuation vocalization. So here goes. I am generally familiar with non-duality and have been listening to Paul's vids, but this is my first time participating in a meeting. In case you get a chance, here's my question for Paul. If you don't have a chance, okay. I understand Paul's emphasis on what I am not, uh, rather than the normal non-dual what I am message. And that what I am not is the doer, thinker, feeler, experiencer. That experiencing is happening, but there is no person, no lasting independent individual to whom it is happening. So far, the message resonates. And I have investigated and heard once very clearly the constant internal interpreter narrating to me what I am experiencing. Upon reflection, I've noticed in the midst of a bonehead emotional act, a seeming impersonal, neutral, non-interfering, observing happening. And when I have looked, found no originator of thoughts or feelings or doing, have otherwise found no evidence of any person here upon looking. And no matter what is going on, if I remember to stop in the moment and look deeply, I always find no problem. But that which is not obviously has not completely gotten the message. So what am I not? There's no what am I not. Yeah. What you're not is an activity, a mental activity that that implies someone. And to, does this message isn't for that. It's about that. Yeah. So the point is, it's not going to get the message. And hopefully that will become frustrating enough for that activity that there will be a pause and more will be revealed. Yes. So. Okay. And we got a correction. He meant to ask. Uh, instead of I am not, says, but that which I am obviously has not gotten the message. So what am I not? <laughs> so I don't know if you're in it. Not what you, no, 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 no. That you are is the message. It's not getting a message, what you are. It is the message. Yeah? The message is you're the seeing of what you're not. That seeing doesn't get the message. It is the message. Yeah? He doesn't have audio, uh, video. Oh, yeah. right. well, that's, yeah, that's what I'll say right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's perfectly what he meant to ask. So, yeah. Are you ready for the next one then? Yeah, this is, uh, we could find like hieroglyphics from 1500s and then you try to translate it and somehow it's a question <laughs> for Paul. <laughs> okay, let's give it the best shot. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Robert French. Hi, Robert. Hi, Mark. Robert Hi, French. Hi, Paul. I've been um, playing around with uh, Serenda and um, pretty much surrendering everything. And Oringa. Surrender. Oh, surrender. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good. <laughs> surrender turned into Oringa. I thought Oringa. it was a martial art from South America. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Oringa. Um, I'm finding that, uh, you know, with, with mental activity, um, and if I've got a certain amount of awareness of of the mental activity, and I surrender it, it's just automatically putting me where I am or who I am. It's outside of it, and it's putting me in a quite a nice space. So I've been doing that with everything, pretty much. Feelings, pain. I get a lot of physical pain, pain, and um, doing that. So it's just it's just painting happening, happening. And um, but no suffering. So yeah, that's pretty much it. It's um, it's I'm I'm seeing how obvious it is that mental activity is not me. You know, Robert, I want to use this. First of all, I'm happy to see you. I want to use this. So let's say you know the language can't do it justice, but let's say something in us gets a sufficient amount of certainty, yeah? And then that certainty gets injected into the act of surrender in this story. Yeah. And now the surrender seems to be like turbocharged, yeah? Because exactly, something, yeah. yes, you see? So that yeah. something changes in us, and then these things that we used to do, we now feel, yeah? So surrender, yeah starts really doing what we hoped it would do in the past, yeah? Yeah. I, without having a doer, yes? Yeah. This is what I feel like happens here. Uh, the, there's a loss of interest in Paul and Robert sufficiently for some other influences to start coming through, yeah? Yeah. And that other influence is the essence of surrender, and it puts itself in the surrender. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So you're finding what you are in these activities that you used to look for it through, let's say. But yeah. something, yes, yeah. That's how I feel about it. So there's a point where, you know, I would say something, and then there would be a point where, let's say, something said something through me, yeah? yeah. It had much more impact and uh and after a time enough examples of that like the juice that would come through that second uh direction would be unbelievable it could move mm -hmm. mountains so to speak and then it's so incredible it may not move mountains even when mountains need to be moved yeah it's just a cool yeah so that's what i felt got out of your sharing so something in you of what we are, a little sense of what we are came through and now is enlightening that movement of surrender. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It seems to be happening on a, yeah, it's 
happening all the time. And um, also, on some mental activities, there might be a, quite a pull to go into the mental activity. But with that surrender, it just automatically weakens it and yeah. takes me out again. And you know what? So there's that. And that which uh, has infused that act of surrender will infuse a lot of other. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll see that it isn't surrender. It isn't this. It isn't that. It's always this. Yeah. 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 And yeah. So in a way, something happens with us. And then there's a true mimicking of that through us. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, see, for me, the word surrender has a lot, a lot of meaning, you know, it's, and it, it changed into surrendered over time. And it always produces a sense of like a, like a beautiful, clear day with an avalanche. Yeah. Just a beautiful sense. And, you know, for many, many years, I heard the word surrender. I read about it, but there was no spirit in it. Yeah. Uh, I had to get a free sample to start having it uh, start dawning, not on me, but through me. Yeah. 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 And that's just one example. I find uh, the real wisdom of what I read uh, wasn't from what I read. Yeah. It, yeah. It was lying here. And then what I read brought it out, so to speak, teased it out. Yeah. 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 There's another, yeah one other thing, um, uh, just a small thing. I, um, I was doing something today. I, I'm an upholsterer and I was on a sewing machine sewing. And it suddenly dawned on me that I wasn't doing it. It was already done. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Well, this is the same same with the uh, whole idea of surrender yeah. like the head is already in the tiger's mouth yeah i used to run into people who they they would think they were moving towards awakening but really they were backing into it because they are already awake yeah so what they thought was bringing them to it was actually failing so they were being brought back to it <laughs> they weren't arriving at it they have they were just negating the idea that they left it yeah yeah <laughs> so really they kept thinking of me, talking to me as if they were going in this direction but i kept seeing them in reverse <laughs> and i said to them you can't fail yeah not think not not really uh, reinforcing their belief they were going to arrive there but i knew it was inevitable they were going to be backed into what already is so <laughs> so I really think all paths are really the true path is a backward path. <laughs> you know, it fails, it fails, and then you you arrive at where you've always been, thinking, "Wow, you know, yeah, how could have this ever happened?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think this is what's happening with some of us, all of us, really, and. Uh, <laughs> the dreaming is that we're dreaming we're asleep, so to speak, yeah. And the, ment the mind can use the dreaming to dream itself out of the dreaming. So it will use dreamlike events and circumstances and situations 
to dream itself out of the dreaming. Yeah. And so basically you just you're returned to where you never left. But it's very clear you never you never you know drove you know earnestly forward and arrived there. It was just basically something new better puts you in reverse and <laughs> you ended up in the same parking space <laughs> where you never left. So <laughs> I mean isn't that the feeling of entertaining non-duality it sort of erases all the other shit it doesn't it doesn't add more it just it erases what it erases the more and makes it less and then the more of of nothing becomes dominant yeah yeah but the more that we think is more is it that ain't working in in this case i don't believe it works so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, bro. I'm happy I know you, Robert. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Robert. Uh Peter is next. P Peter. Hey Paul. Hey everybody. I'm trying to find you. I can hear I'm you, but we'll go ahead. Hey, I just uh, wanted to check in and say uh, thank you again. I talked to you um, last Wednesday and um, just feel like I'm traveling a little lighter. So, Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, there, so you, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, you got the free sample. Just keep, yeah. <laughs> if you don't try to turn it in for more and better, it will really grow. <laughs> I'll do my best with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really doesn't matter what we do. It's inevitable if it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting the image of somebody when you're talking before, like on one of those uh, airport, you know, movers, people movers, walking against it and kind of feeling like they're walking towards somewhere, but they're just being pulled in the other direction the whole time. They exactly. just stop walking. Yeah. Yes. That's been my, when I look at the overall of what happened uh, or, is, or is happening, it seems to be that way. Yeah. I think the vacuum is turned, but it's actually this way. <laughs> the, other, the other image was somebody drawing something and God just erasing, just erasing, erasing, erasing. They're drawing, they're drawing, they're drawing, and God's just erasing, erasing, erasing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say that. That's a good one. Yeah. And there's a point where... Uh, it stops in a way. Yeah. yeah. It's not an infinite erasing. Thank mm. God. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take that long. Yeah. yeah. You know, say if you if you drew you kept drawing and it kept getting erased, there'd be a point where you'd realize something. <laughs> like holy hell, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be eight hundred thousand erasings. It would be all right, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what 
one of the main points the Course of Miracles would uh, present about the Course of Miracles was it was it was hopefully there to uh, allow us to save time. Yeah, so so we don't have to go through an infinite amount of erasings, just enough to sort of get something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like the idea of if you went to a house and you knocked on the door and for 500 times no one answered, you probably could come to a conclusion no one's home or they're deaf or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be an infinite amount of knocking. There would be a point where a conclusion would be reached and, uh, and maybe the, the big, big door would suddenly spring open or you would see it's a gateless gate or the open secret, whatever. Yeah. I feel, yeah, this isn't sort of like one beam, two beam, three beam, four beam, five beam. It's because uh, there's leaps there. Yeah. 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 So you, let's say you see 30 links. Yeah. And so someone goes over each link and you sort of get the 30 links. And then suddenly you see a pattern in the 30 links. Let's say, you see there's really only four dominant links and the others attached to that, yeah? So something, the 30 links have revealed you something, revealed a pattern, and then the pattern reveals something also, yes? So you get away from the, the one equals two equals three, you move from there and there's like leaps, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. It's like living in a house or read or seeing the blueprints for the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of living in the house, you've pretty much are captured by the house, the mortgage, <laughs> shit like that. Seeing the blueprint of the house gives you a lot of options. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's not say choices because there's no one to have a choice. But there's options. There's possibilities become prevalent when you're looking at the blueprint. <laughs> if you're in the house looking at the fucking calendar, seeing it's rent day and you don't have the cash, <laughs> the house provokes other other uh, sensations, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, so. I feel it's important in a way to emphasize the the non of duality of non duality, I just do. I don't. I think it does. At least when I was going, it seemed to be underemphasized. And uh, in a weird way, we tried to do what was already said was impossible to do, which is describing the indescribable <laughs> and understanding the incomprehensible. I mean, that should be. <laughs> those signs are, are pretty self evident. You should pull over. <laughs> it's wanted so bad, though. It's wanted so bad to understand it. So it's 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 understandable to try to help somebody understand it because it's just wanted so bad. Yes, 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 yes. But the point is, it's that's incredible that it's wanted so bad because yeah. then far out what a failure of that possibility can be quite uh, redeeming, so to speak, yeah? Yeah. 
if you if you still think if you still hold out hope that it's going to work it'll keep working 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 it's nice when it's seen as utter futility to try to get what you already are <laughs> i feel i feel it's sort of like you know it's it's like let's have you know let's have the death of the non-existent thing instead of suffering the death of a thousand cuts. You know what I mean? Let's, let's suffer the death of the non-existent thing. It won't last long. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> but the thousand cuts, wow. <laughs> thousand cuts, buying thousands of Band-Aids, more cuts, more Band-Aids. Yeah, you can go on and on and on. So, yeah. See, the head, see, the system is crazy because we have witnessed the failure. But what it does, it, it turns on itself, and now you beat yourself up for failing yeah. when yeah. the system has failed. Yeah? <laughs> so we saw the failure of the system, but then it was sort of uh, whispered in us, it's you. <laughs> Which so it's the whole center of the system, the idea of self. So now you takes the blame, and you don't see the invitation in the in the futility of the system. But we've seen it long time ago, yeah. But that thing that's whispering sweet nothings or really ugly somethings to us convinces us because of the habit of self-centeredness that it's because I didn't do enough. <laughs> <laughs> or I did too much. Either I can only I can only apply that as a truth in one topic, which is donation. <laughs> donation. Every other topic, it doesn't work. <laughs> <Don't it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that, I'm going to peter out. All right, Peter. Nice to see hear from you. <laughs> you too, Paul. Uh, you've got a cool name that you can use that, petering out. Thanks for reporting back, Peter. Eliel is next. How can Peter speed up the petering out? <laughs> that, would be, that would be more petering. <laughs> so it would be petering in disguised as petering out. <laughs> you right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, very nice meeting you guys. It's the first. It? Oh, sorry. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Eliel. Uh, yeah. Very nice to meet you all. It's my first time coming to this um, community meeting. Oh, great. And yeah, thank you for organizing it. And so I have a question, Paul. I, I was wondering if healing, like energetic practices, play the role in your narrative of waking up at any point, just if you could say something to that extent. Well, I energetic healings was it were were important to the action figure yes but i don't know uh 
the biggest role in waking up is awakeness, really. It can use a lot of different accessories to make it look like something happened, but really, nothing could happen unless it was already so, so to speak, yes? Concerning awakening. But no, I've had a lot of uh, uh, energetic events that demanded energetic healing, so to speak, yeah. Thank you. I, but this doesn't mean this is this is just how I see it. Yeah, I don't I don't the way I saw it when things are going, uh, when there was some blockages or roughness or whatever, or deep mental grooves. I wasn't uh, I wasn't into talking it through. I much rather work on the body. Yeah, I found much more uh, uh, like untouched change than than using the thinking and stuff yeah. yeah and if you don't mind me asking paul uh was there any particular pointer that was useful to you in helping you connect to uh body sensations and the present uh, well there was tons of pointers yeah yeah. Some of the ones that have the had a very big impact on me. One from the Course in Miracles, which I felt was a a diagnosis of my, of every one of my days, which is you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming, yeah? Or they say the dream, but I don't believe there's a noun called dream. But you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that and we give everything we're dreaming the, the power to affect us. Yeah, that was a very clear pointer because it described basically every day of my life. Yeah, as that's the real activity going on. The dreaming is forgetting that it's the dreaming through identification as a dreamt. And from that location, it's giving everything it's dreaming the power to affect it as the dreamt. Yeah. Pretty clear pointer, yeah. And then I like a, a, I like a, is that what you wanted to hear? Something like that? Something along those lines and that's uh, beautiful and thank you. Well, Paul. I like a Hawaiian Po, a great Zen master from China. And a Hawaiian Po, uh, I love his statement, whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. That's a pause-inducing statement, eh? <laughs> or you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. Yeah. Those had a... Uh, they didn't have an impact. They started an echo of something something was there they there was like an you know like a yodel and then a response there wasn't there was a a yell and then an echo and a yell it was like one of those yeah yeah and they just keep going see when they first had that sense of 
aliveness. They've never not had that aliveness every time I use them at talks and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. It's sort of like catching a fish and it's always alive <laughs> after 30 years. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, things like that. Thank you, Paul. You're welcome. Nice to see you. Thanks, Eliel. Anybody else want to raise their hand? One of my favorites in recovery is self can't get out of self. That's one of my favorites also. Self can't get out of self is quite... Uh, In silence, it's a huge, long dissertation. <laughs> a huge amount is, is explained and expressed with that little statement. <laughs> it's best heard when there is no self trying to get out of self. <laughs> When heard as self, it's very frustrating. <laughs> the dancing starts becoming stamping. <laughs> why, why? <laughs> yeah. The sense of self we're speaking of is that feeling of being a long-lasting, independent, separate thing, yes? That somehow gets attributed the quality of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, the quality of that consciousness as an attribute the thing has. <laughs> and in this confusion, it uses what it is to look for what it is. And using that looking for what it is to keep referring to what it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Rotation number 1,253. Run, run, run. <laughs> the grinding of self can't get out of self. <laughs> I find a lot of the message of these talks is to really make futility a joyous uh, recognition. Yeah. To finally come to the conclusion that we're very, very aware of that we can't, we can't, <laughs> we can't use what we are to find what we are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how many times you call it Paul, it doesn't work. <laughs> Yeah, so. Yeah, I love that. Uh, whoever would have known that uh, joy, you could associate joy with utility. Well, this is the greatest joy of all, the futility of self getting out of self. What a joyous moment. Wow. Oh, um, Eliel, did I just forget to put your hand down or did you have another question? Or finish? Uh, question? No, 
sorry, not really a question. Just wanted to to say uh, that this idea of well, I hear you being very excited about it, about getting the joke as it were, and I feel like I I follow the the joke, but then when the punchline comes, I don't get it, but I see how happy you are about it. So I kind of <laughs> want to like get the joke in a sense. Well, that's good, bro. You've uh, <laughs> you already play a role in the joke. You're the butt of it, but you'll be also the enjoyer of it. Yeah. Just stay around, bro. I'm happy to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Happy as well. Any questions, Mike? No? Uh, oh, yeah, just, uh, Brandon just put his hand up. Brandon. Hey, what's up, Paul? Um, just, just sharing. Um, you've heard you say this a lot and it kind of, I was just kind of seeing it this week, which was uh, anything the head comes in contact with it uses and um that was uh i don't know i just i was kind of stuck a little while because my head obviously or the head <laughs> i would get you know tangled up in that that mess and uh then, but the, the nice thing is, like you were just talking about, it, it uses whatever it comes in contact with, but then it always fails. So then you just see it's failed. Yes. <laughs> and then that's where the relief comes in. Yes. Well, remember, see, I always, uh, you know, people talk about desire as the source of the suffering, yes, Buddhism. Okay. But if you look at what's the initial or the basis desire in the mental state, it's the desire to become and unbecome, yes? Right. It always starts from a point that it is something it may not want to be, or it isn't something that it wants to be, yeah? And it just keeps this, it's just like a self-perpetuating agitation just stirring up, Yeah. Yeah. So the assumption is you're something that you don't want to be, and that's not true. And there's something that you could be that you're not, which is not true. Yeah, it just goes on and on. And so you don't have to go through each evidence to see it's false. You get the basic package is a failed system. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about with like a little leap. You don't have to go over every evidence. Oh, that's false evidence appearing real to me. You know, no, you get it after a while. You see that it's not personal. There's no volition in it. It's mechanical. And in a wonderful way, and, you know, because I don't put much study in anything. So I like to, I'm just going to jump to a word I like to use. I don't see the mental state as AI. It's not an artificial intelligence that keeps growing. It's programming. Yeah, it has its little shtick and it just keeps applying the same shtick. 
over and over and over again. So it's, uh, and it seems to have been working, so it hasn't really had to improve much, yeah? It just keeps on yapping and reinforcing constantly, and there seems to be, uh, it works. And the dog isn't here. Hold on a second. I got to go, doggy. See you. No, no. Yeah. We had the screen door so it could actually see me. It can't see me through the glass well. Right. So it doesn't know when I'm here, but if I have the screen door only open, it can see me. <laughs> and it's, I've had enough free time. It's got, <laughs> it's got plans for me. <laughs> From the beginning of the morning to the end of the evening. The queen of this house is this four-legged creature. <laughs> it's, talk, it's so funny to see, you know, because the self-centeredness blinds us to a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I I would see in the dynamic of this house I'm living in, I'm problem. Uh, I'm probably the on the bottom rung of the ladder. There's, <laughs> there's the dog queen. There's the cat queen. There's my lovely Amelia. And then there's Paul, yeah. <laughs> and I'm here to serve the four-legged queen and the other four-legged queen, first and primary. <laughs> it's funny. So yeah, I almost had to quit the whole talk because the dog was asking me to go outside. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of satsang. <laughs> so, oh yeah, bro. So yes, the, I, I hope it gets across that it's mechanical to take away the sense of being a personal doing of it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Yeah, because then that's just, that's when knowledge claimed by self doesn't avail you anything. It's just used to even beat you up more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so th the beautiful thing is it goes on uh it's not there's no you to be based on first of all but it just goes on and it's gonna keep it's sort of like a, a perpetual fisherman it just has to throw the fucking bait out in the water yeah yeah. Just keep throwing it out, throwing it out, throwing it out, and hope it grabs or attracts your the interest and the attention. If it does, its little fish lives for a little while, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. dies on this on the hook, and then it just keeps throwing fucking uh, shit out, hoping it gets gets you to rise up to the occasion. Yeah, yeah, it feels yeah. kind of like a, a a passing phase kind of thing, where it just seems to be getting less and less. More well, more fantastic. Subtle. Yeah. See, we yeah. came to a lot of this stuff we're speaking about really like through reverse engineering. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. relief would occur and then it would tell me why there isn't relief or there wasn't relief. Yeah. yeah. So I started to see what you could call, we, you, we call it a problem. It isn't a problem. It's just an activity, but what's called it a problem. So we see the problem from the solution. So the solution are the eyes you see the problem with. You do not see the problem with the eyes of the problem. Right. 
You see the problem with the eyes of the solution. Yeah. Yeah. And that starts, that starts, uh, there's an intimating of, of it. Yeah. You can't get yourself, but you can, there's an intimation of it. Yeah. So, so what you say, when I hear it, it seems like that's, that's how this program, this, this message works in the action figure life. Yeah. The action figure starts, uh, noticing there's a loss of interest in a lot of shit it used to be interested in. Yeah. Hallelujah. And it's very clear that it didn't do anything about that. See? <laughs> yeah. Right. See, it's very, it can't, it can't reach around and claim ownership. It's just right. too, <laughs> too, it's too far of a stretch. So it yeah, just, mutes, yeah. you know, it mutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's great, bro. Yeah. Keep coming back and giving us these reports. For sure. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you, Brandon. Um, and Peter had put his hand up briefly, but maybe just he ended up putting this quote uh, by Ramana Maharshi in chat. A day will dawn when you laugh at all your efforts, the day in which your laugh is also here and now. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. These things are profoundly uh, simple, the statements, yeah? They're describing factual expressions, yeah. I know that quote, yeah. All right, anyone else, Mike? Another hands up. I know I know about five Ramana quotes, and that's one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Mike, what's uh, your background about? Looks very beautiful. Uh, it's just the fabric I got for the, this Zoom stuff, so I don't because I couldn't do a virtual background. So it's just those are mushrooms and Hobbit House and my favorite colors. Oh great. Yeah, I've loved it. Anyone else? <laughs> uh, uh Chad just put his hand up. Oh Chad. Uh, hi, Paul. Hey, Chad. Uh, well, one question I have is about um, the the use of uh, uh, plant medicine or or psychedelic uh, uh, medicine as a as a means of of letting go or or looking in more deeply into the in, in, into what it is that I am not. Well, you know, I guess everyone has different seat assignments and you'll find out if that was yours by the result of the, of the ceremony. Yeah, it's, it wasn't my calling. It wasn't my calling. I checked it out in 2001 in Australia with an honest, open mind, I thought. And uh, it just wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, part of the seat assignment. But I know a lot of people who have uh, 
Hey, Mike, I'm hearing something there. A lot of sound. A lot of people I know uh, have sought through that to get a, a reboot about their about addiction and stuff like that, and uh, and a lot of people in Canada who do it come and see me when I'm up there. So, but what I found with most of them is they can have these incredible exalted ceremonies, but the selfing sort of sticks still. Yeah. It's nice to give them warning so that they can recognize the stubbornness of the mental claiming. Yeah. But whatever, however you feel, bro. Hey, Mike, you got some other noises on there. Maybe it was someone's like duplicating. But yeah, Chad, I don't have really an opinion about it. If I feel it's mostly for the action figure anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Again, like we shared earlier with Robert about surrender. Yeah. I love this statement out of the course, which it says, you know, if everyone's sort of in a rush trying to get out of here or thinking they got to do all this stuff, hey, you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming, and we're going to dream ourselves out of the dreaming. And as we do, the dream will get happier. So, some events of doing these ceremonies would fit into that exactly. Other people doing the exact same ceremony, the self may be claiming it and having a field day, yeah? I don't know what's, which is which, because what's going to give the meaning to whatever occurs is coming before it, yeah? Yes? So that's why I don't believe anything here. I don't think everything, I don't think there's, there's no solid definitions of anything because, hey, Mike, uh, some something's. Well, Chad wants right. to say something and he needs to unmute himself in order to say it. All right, all right. Can you let him, let him say his thing? Yeah, no, right. I've, I've been, I've been, I've been muting myself in between to try and avoid that. And we haven't been successful. That's its value. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say something, Chad? Uh, 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 no, I, I don't know that there's anything else to say. I, I, I wanted to ask that question, though, because it is, it is something that, like, I have had experiences with in the past and I felt were uh, extremely helpful. But I, I also saw some of those things that you're you're warning about as some people saying, you know, seeing whatever it was that occurred for them as something to add into the, into the giant backpack of stuff that needs to be let go of. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to using it to, to get rid of the backpack and see there is no backpack. There is no body. There is that there, you know, there, there's, you know, but whatever yeah. there is, isn't what you think. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what we're saying. So what we're saying is the mind is going to give the meaning to the ayahuasca. The ayahuasca isn't going to give the meaning to the mind. Yeah? So mind can give a meaning through ayahuasca. Yeah? And it can give meaning through reading a phone book. 
It can give meaning through being of service for people who are fucking starving at the soup kitchen. It could give meaning to just taking the dog out for a walk, yeah? This is the whole point where the idea of this works and that doesn't work gets all clouded, yeah? And you see it's that which is before that's giving everything the meaning that comes after, yeah? So for some people, ayahuasca has been incredibly helpful. I remember when I did LSD when I was younger, I would say the first 10 trips were very, very educational. Then they turned into escape and entertainment. So the first 10 trips, the selfing wasn't dominating it. Then the selfing claimed to be the one who was taking the trips and started to give meaning to the trips. Yes? Changed everything. So I see that that which comes after is determined by what is before. Yeah. And I'm telling you, there's going to be something that comes after that implies it's before, and that's the selfing. Yeah. Hopefully you see that, and that which is before stays before. Yeah. And then whatever it does or doesn't do will have an impact. Yeah. Like you'll find something isn't suited for you, or at least this time, or, and you'll find something is suited to you, yeah? Maybe those are intuitional hits that lead you to a point of dreaming yourself out of the dreaming. I, fe- I felt that way too, and I still do, with the LSDs, the first LSD trips I went on, yeah? Now, I also have an idea. See, my head would have loved to claim the idea of ceremony, so when I got pulled over by the cops, I could have told them, hey, I'm on a ceremony, and then fucking hopefully, you know, deter them from arresting me. But I didn't have that word. But I, I have some people I know that seem to be on a lot of ceremonies. And to me, that gets a little bit suspicious, yeah? Yes? When you're yes, doing something... Yeah, yeah, yes. Chad, you, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Let me just say, there's a lesson in The Course in Miracles, lesson two, which says you and I give everything all the meaning it has. Yeah. I'm a true believer in that. Yeah. So what's before? The mental state, mental state is claiming to there's a you that's before, and then there's the before that's before. That's where the meaning is going to come from, yeah? And so having tea could be like an ayahuasca ceremony, yeah? An ayahuasca so- ceremony can look like you're having a beer at a bar. Yes, it's... I just don't see the event itself as being the dominant player. Yeah. Um, It's what you're bringing to it, is what you're saying. Well, I'm saying, yeah, not you bringing it, but something's there, yeah? And if that's something, uh, and after a while, you can tell who's directing the show. If it's selfing or if it's whatever, yeah, you start picking it up from uh, 
from the reviews. <laughs> so, yeah. Because a lot of people, I knew a guy in recovery, he had, he was doing tons of service. He had 14 people he mentored and he was doing it all to escape from, from a big elephant in the room. It didn't work. He had a nervous breakdown. So on paper, he looked like he was doing everything perfect, being totally forgetting of self, but it wasn't the case. It was totally directed by selfing. Yeah. You see? So on the outside, it looks like, yes, this guy is doing service, but what was actually going on wasn't that. It was a sort of an escape from something that wasn't even so. You know what I mean? The mental elephant in the room. And so it led to a nervous breakdown. And then he had to find balance in his life. He had to take care of himself and also be available, but not completely become a fucking saint in a way of, dis of hiding something. Yeah? So I don't, I don't feel anything. We had this in London. You know, we shared about it the other week. I gave a talk in London, and there was people who were very adept at non-duality as a philosophy. And so this guy, I knew, I could see he was going to be trouble when they walked in, right? <laughs> and all those prophecies usually come true. So he started to talk about hope as a complete disservice, like hope frozen, not taking in consideration what was before hope. And I had to say, well, in a sense, when someone's coming out of active addiction, hope's very, very fucking important because they're in a seemingly state of hopelessness, yeah? So, yes, on one level, hope is a disservice because it's keeping you from seeing how things are. But in another point, hope is very, very valuable because hope isn't the inherent value, yes? And hope isn't the, the inf inherent lack of value. It's given that meaning from what's before. And we play that role of what's before. That's what I want to get clear on here. Yeah? Yeah. And uh, I've been informed that Ben has been raising his hand. Well, inform oh, Ben that we accept his hand being wave, uh, raised. Is it, is it Ben Clark? Oh, I only see one Ben. Ben Clark. Ben Clark. Uh, he thought better of it. Yeah. Let's see. See if I can find him. Oh, yeah. I'm unmuted now. Yeah. Oh, there you are, Ben. Yeah. Um, yeah. What triggered me? Oh, yeah. First of all, about the ayahuasca thing. Because I went um, about five years ago and spent a few months with this crazy old guy in the jungle. Well, actually, he wasn't an old guy. He's quite young. He's a lovely guy. And, um, as, you know, so you get all these kind of experiences or seeing of things. But what eventually became more, became clearer was that it wasn't so, so much seeing all this stuff. Because as you say, what happens is you just claim it all the time as being special and having some kind of special insight. But it was the fact that you 
that at times I could just witness stuff in a ver- as a witness and see that it that everything that was taking place was um, that I was just a witness to it rather than it being like oh how amazing it was. But it then made me think because there's this guy called Graham Hancock who's written all these books about stuff that he saw when he was an ayahuasca. And I just thought, well, it's just fucking crap, you know, because what he's done is he's just had all these visions and stuff and he's turned it into something that that is for him is, is something. And, and then everybody starts thinking oh, that he knows like the aliens landed here 2000 years ago and all this. And that's kind of really a prime example to me of where you're this selfing thing. You witness something, you don't just see it as witnessing something and you don't know what it is. You know, you don't know whether it's a past life thing. You don't know anything about it. But you make up a story about it and all of a sudden you've written a very successful book. I mean, I don't want to knock the guy, you know, great, he's doing done well for it. But that was that was my take on it, is that, it, it, you know, we just have, you know, this selfing mechanism. As you say, it's mechanical. And whatever yes. you experience, it wants to take that and make a story out of it and, and great you know we have stories and we have literature and all the rest of it and it's brilliant but it's we take it to be real and what the shaman actually was was just a guy who just didn't give a shit about anything you know, he used to ride after a ceremony at two o'clock in the morning he'd ride back to town which is about 20 miles away on this road which you wouldn't even walk on safely it was just incredible and so he just like he just was as he was, you know, and I don't, it's not a question of whether he's enlightened or anything else, but totally different. And also, totally different cultural background. So, we as Westerners go there and we, we turn it into this thing which is about us finding ourselves or enlightenment and everything else. And they, I mean, their, their, their cultural background has been pretty fucked up by invasion and all the rest of it. But it, it's just like the, it, we just kind of do stuff to stuff all the time, it seems to me, you know. Anyway, I've gone into a bit of a spiel, but yeah. Well, yeah, that's the point. The, see, because there's a belief that a significant enough, a, a significant amount of seeing or peak experience or fucking spiritual shock is going to stop something. It doesn't. The mm. selfing regroups. As long as you're breathing and are there, it's probably going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. going to write you in, it's going to write you into a story. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. it does. And so yeah. it's great if you can see it because it's mostly based in comedy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. what happens is you don't see it with all the seeing, you don't see that. That's why when I had this stuff come into me, I realized there's no point to talk about anything else. Because if this isn't seen, you're going to look from it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've met a lot of people who are very, yeah, they write books on ayahuasca and everything like that, but they weren't seeing the claiming. Yeah. They weren't. They started to see it because we shared about it. Yeah. But they weren't seeing that mental thing. And I saw it with epiphanies, yeah, where this one time it was so wild and it was cool because I had a witness, this girl and her kid. And it was in Bali. It couldn't, didn't have to be in Bali. It happened there, though. And then I was just just really cool uh, hours. And then I heard a voice behind a rock. And I could feel distance. And, I could, and the volume was low. And the voice was talking to me. Yeah. 
and then it seemed to move closer and the volume went higher. So there was distance, you know, all in the dreaming. And then it kept talking to me and then it switched to, it was talking as me. And then Paul regrouped. <laughs> Even though I had the perceptual visions of the, you know, the, the freedom from self, the self had claimed the whole enchilada <laughs> as we were walking out of the jungle. <laughs> I hadn't heard about it. I hadn't heard about the claiming activity, but I saw it in my own experience. I saw it. The voice wasn't me, but then it turned. It, then it sounded like me. And instead of talking to me, it was talking as me. And that's when the, you could almost hear a click. It went back into, it clicked in. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean anything's changed. Mm. It means things that can change, change, but what's not changeable doesn't change at all. That's the mm. fundamental uh, fact we're hoping to keep implying here. You are that. It's not something that you have to qualify for, nor that, or, nor that you can be disqualified from, yeah? It overrides all the mental relevance of the action figure and all the stories and all this and that. It, it, they don't, not, there's not one, it's like all the shit that happens in the sky doesn't leave one blemish on the sky. That's what it's like. And I hope, what happens when I had that feeling really spread, it brought sort of an easing comfort and then an acceptance to the action figure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, uh, it was like breathing a totally different atmosphere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In other words, all the guilt and shame that it kept fortifying and reinforcing for not kissing the guru's feet long enough or I should have stayed three months, not three weeks at the retreat center or whatever all those things were. I realized I can't get out of an imaginary place. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as an imaginary person. So, you know, it put I'll it tell in. You, uh, <clears throat> sorry. I'll tell you another a funny story about that, actually. While I was there, the, the, um, there was a big flood and uh, a little boa constrictor came out of the water and slithered across the grass and some of the guys that were helping out there got a stick and sort of played around with it to show us you know so it's beautiful absolutely beautiful snake it wasn't a danger to us because it's very small it could just eat, eat rats and things and the next night i'm coming out of my hut with this head torch on and i see this absolutely beautiful snake going past about i don't know three yards long maybe not that big and um, I thought, oh, it's, you know, one of these boa constrictors again. So I called some other people from other huts, you know. I said, oh, come look at this snake. You know, and they come over. And it, it slithers past. And this Italian guy, uh, you know, Italian guy, you became very friendly with. He, like, lifts the tail of this snake with his foot and flicks it up in the air, you know. And they go, oh. and, then the, someone, and then the shaman comes in. He goes, get the fuck away. Get the fuck away from that thing. And they get a fucking stick and they kill it. And so all these Westerners are like, oh, it's terrible. How could you kill this beautiful snake? He said, it's the most dangerous fucking snake in the whole Amazon. It's a Chula Chappie, a jungle master. 
and it's territorial. There's a one snake in, in it's one, one snake in the Amazon that will actually attack you for no reason. You don't have to corner it or anything. And um, it was just like really, it, I mean, it wasn't funny for the snake, but it was like that we have all these preconceptions about you know how you treat animals and all the rest of it, and um, and and just you know blundering really, isn't it? You're going into the the Amazon jungle and you've, you're taking yes sort of everything with you. And, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the dilemma, yeah, and you'll leave with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I left with that memory. <laughs> All right, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Yes. Yes. And isn't it like four o'clock in the morning for you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know why, but I decided to. Uh, there's no so, time. Yeah. No, there's no time. Yeah. There's no time like the present. But I gotta leave soon. Good morning to you, then. <laughs> yeah. Morning, Mike. <laughs> um, so you're gonna say your bye, your goodbyes? I think so. Yes. Oh, that's nope. enough. This is, uh, yeah, there's no other hands. And this is a milestone goodbye because it's the last time you say goodbye to Carrie in Minnesota. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, is any, if anyone's up near the Grass Valley area in Northern California, we're going to do some live talks up there this weekend. And also, I think Saturday is going to be at 12 o'clock Pacific time, right? Uh, I'll double check while you're saying bye. No, I mean for the, for the, uh, the Zoom. Yeah, I'll have to look. I don't remember. I'm looking now. And whoever said, uh, I have to make something clear to someone earlier. I don't know. I never organized this. Mike and others organize it. Yeah. Yes, noon on both days. All right, great. So on Saturday, the non-duality meeting that's usually at 1.30 will be at 12. And it's going to be alive from this other meeting. We did it once before. I think it worked out. So we'll give it a shot. I actually thought we were going to do the 130, but somehow, whatever. It's, so it's 12. All right, let me say hello to everyone. Goodbye. Man, am I, I got darker here. Hold on. Oh, there you go. Mike, thank you. You are one of the organizing principles. I just try to keep irritating you. What? <laughs> What'd you say? No, I have nothing. No. Judith, nice to see you, honey. Good to see you, Paul. Thank you so much. Get ready for Kerry's arrival. Yeah. <laughs> Great to see you, Judith. Thank you so much. Slatko, I'll see you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes? Tommy, always a pleasure. Uh, thank you for the art. I think Mike's figuring out what to do with it. I appreciate it. It looked pretty cool. And right, Mike, you saw it? Well, yeah, I sent it to you, and I think I'm waiting for your reply. Oh, all right. So then I'll send you my uh, go-ahead. Yeah. All right. Anu, nice to see you, Anu. I think I'm a friend of yours in Venmo now. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Robert French, thanks for that share, Robert. Appreciate you, it. George, I really appreciate George coming out of the void every week. You don't know how hard that is. Yeah, it is hard. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I have a deep appreciation for him coming out of the void for all of us. Okay. All right. We got Mary G, 
Always a pleasure, Mary. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got Ben. Ben, it's always a pleasure talking to the poet laureate of Zen Bitsa. Yes. What happened? I lost Ben. Yeah. Over here somewhere. There he is. Nice to see you, Ben. Nice to see you, Paul. Got Linda. Linda, the little love, the little love bug over there. Nice to see you, Linda. We got Brandon. Brandon, thank you for that share. Mary Ann Kavanaugh. You were off tonight. You didn't you didn't have to ask a question. Can you hear me? No, we lost Marianne, I think. Can you hear me, Mike? I can, yeah. All right. We got Sander. Sander, thank you for the support, Sander. And uh, I wouldn't walk on that that ceiling on that roof, but it's beautiful to look at. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, JP from Vietnam. Always a pleasure. We got uh oh, she's changed her uh her her low. It's not iPad three anymore. It's Sil. Nice to see you, Sil. Yeah, I'm happy you've <laughs> you've dropped the iPad three. It's good. Nice to see you, Jennifer. Our little, uh, yes, in Arizona still? No, I'm in Colorado now. You're in Colorado, I forgot, yeah. Yeah. I don't think Arizona could hold you anymore, Jennifer. <laughs> I competed with the sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, you do. Yeah. I don't get burnt when I'm listening to you, though. Yeah. We got uh, Clifford. Nice to see you, Clifford. He's accepted his uh, involuntary mute. That's good. Elliot. Nice to see you, Elliot. Alex. I'm going to see if this works. Don't call me, Alex. All right. We'll see if that works. Reverse engineering. Reverse psychology. All right. We, we got Stefan on having never... Left, always a pleasure. Alan, nice to see you. Thanks, Paul. Alan's been around since we started the Zoom. It's awesome. Yeah. Chad, always a pleasure. Thanks for your uh, questions, Chad. We got, uh, oh, Taj. Nice to see you, Taj. Taj, and we got Vlad next to him. Vlad, we got, uh, Taj, are you in India, Taj, now? No. No, actually, I uh, in Folsom next to Sacramento. I, I live here. Oh, good. I know Folsom. Yeah. 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 We're going to be in Grass Valley this weekend. Yeah. I'll, I don't know the address, but I'll try to make it. It's on the, it's on the Zen Bitch Slap, I think. Okay. Uh, I hope it is. I haven't looked. Mike, is it on there? Yeah. In fact, somebody else asked, so I just put it in chat. All right. Good. All right. Yeah. We'll be up there this weekend. All right, Vlad, always a pleasure. He's locked in Siberia. Wow. We got David W., our teacher. Yeah, he's the true teacher here, David W. We got my friend from New York via Long Island City. Yeah, Paul, man, I just want to say thanks, man, you know, of all the vendors and the 
the trips that I've been on in my life, I have to say that somehow like the places that we go during these Zooms, man, it's just like a whole shift change. It's like a whole different level of reality. I think it's it's amazing. So I don't know how you, you do it. Sometimes it, it's a direct in and other times it's a, a, a long way, but it's surreal, man. It's, it's really, it's great, man. And, and it's sustainable and I don't believe it to be destructive. So you know how it is. There's another way to go that is not sustainable and is destructive. So this to me, man, this is great stuff. I really dig it, man. Thank I think you. we're going to, I think we're going to, uh, merchandise it we're gonna call it the long island way <laughs> the long island expressway seriously <laughs> it's great stuff man i love it oh, great bro always a pleasure to see you and we have brahmi visiting from india very nice to see you brahmi we we try to live vicariously through you oh well india is a bit uh, i'm not sure I'm happy to share all my good events here, but uh, India's a bit of a mess, so I'm not going out anywhere anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, we've heard. Yeah. My, um, but I, I wanted to, I wanted to mention that I you used to talk about K-Paul, and uh, I have this funny sort of a thought that was um, like I've got this black and white movie of the Keystone Cops, but it's the thief and the robber running around after each other and then changing and running the other way. And uh, yes, it's yeah. interesting. <laughs> it's, it's funny to watch that uh, happening inside one's own head, seemingly. Yes. Well, there you go. If you're watching it, you're not of it. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's the whole point. Eric, nice to see you there. Toronto, resting comfortably. Thanks, buddy. A hard day of recovery. <laughs> Definitely. All right, we Thanks. got uh, Eisel, right? That's the name. Our man who had, had the questions. I can't see the. Elio, you mean? Elio? Ah, yeah, maybe it's me. Yeah. Oh, Elio, nice to see you. Nice Hope to see you again. Me. All right. Sure. Thanks for the good times. Uh, hey, hello, Harry. everyone. Have a nice day. Kerry is leaving Minnesota for Hawaii. Woo! Yeah, you're going to have to I, give up those shirts and get the Hawaiian shirts, bro. I know. I I had to go for the last supper. My uh, my kids invited me over for a dinner tonight, so I wanted to look halfway decent. And uh, I'm so tired. I was laying down listening, and all of a sudden, I thought I heard my name. <laughs> like, wake up! I'm like, what? <laughs> But uh, I love your talks, Paul. They usually don't put me to sleep, but I'm exhausted, man, trying to get ready. So thanks for everything. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great to see you there. So that's cool. 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 I can't wait. Yeah. Thank you. See you. And Lebowski. Lebowski's uh, returned. Hey, I did want to say thank you and the whole gang for making this happen. Really appreciate it. Yeah. it's uh, There's a lot of people that have... Yeah, not me. The people who set this up, yes, they're pretty. You're committed. in there too, man. Oh, the uh, Long Island Method. Yes, the Long, the Long Island, Island Method. Method. <laughs> we start with a, we start with a poppy bagel, right in the morning. Yes, we chant, darling, 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 
Darling, yes. <laughs> you have to live from, you have to be from Long Island to get it. All right. Nice to see you, bro. Oh, we got Tom. Tom, nice to see you, but I can't see you. But I see Vlad again. I'm always happy to see Vlad twice. Vlad, say hello to us for a second. Vlad has a lot of music on our site. Hey, hey, Paul. Hey, everybody. Thank you so I think much. Vlad's music after the talk would go perfectly, especially for Kerry. You could just go to sleep beautifully. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I will send some more music today. I, that would be great, Vlad. Thank you. We appreciate oh, it. Thank you. We'll see you thank soon. Thank you so much, Paul. Yep. See you soon. We got John R., who's uh, captured a kid. This is uh, your youngest listener. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he says, uh, <gasps> yeah, he said, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the mantra. Yeah, ooh. Thanks very much, Paul. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, John. Thank you. And there's Kaiser. Kaiser's in Los Angeles. Nice to see you, Kaiser. Uh, we got Julian Rose. We got, uh, oh, there he is. Nice to see you, Julian. Good seeing you, Paul. Nice to see you. Very nice. Are uh, you doing that? You working on the boats? Always, yep. Good, good. Oh, someone just jumped into your virtual background. Yeah, now it's my daughter. She's ten. She loves it when you drop the drop the f bombs. That's why she tunes in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, it's, does the sun come up every day? Hey, we love it. It's all good. All right. All right. All right. See you, bro. Yeah. Jennifer, I don't see you, but welcome. We got, uh, I think, and then, oh, Susanna W., a friend of ours, Jack G. Always good to hear Jack G., or not hear him, actually. We got, oh, uh, Dan in the Sky. Well, wow, that's nice. Uh, I can't read anymore. Well, listen, everyone, thanks, and I'll see you on Saturday. Oh, I'll see you Thursday for, for recovery tomorrow, 10.30 Pacific time. Saturday is going to be 12 o'clock Pacific time. So and it's Sunday. going to be, and then we'll have the live meetings and maybe we'll do the Sunday also, Mike, maybe. Uh, yeah. It's on schedule. It's, you're, you are oh, going. Oh, so good. Well, they'll be, we'll have two Zooms then this weekend. Thanks, guys. See Thank you. you. Good night. Bye. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Thank Sorry. you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you, 